you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another edition of Fingers on Buzzers. <laughs> They're still on the buzzers. That's still where the fingers are. Um, Always. Not dicks on buzzers last week. That <laughs> that nearly happened, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it's fingers on buzzers. Um, so welcome. And uh, Jenny, it's another lockdown mashup special today, is it not? It is. Well, we've got captive podcast crews all over the nation with nothing better to do than to do an episode of our podcast for us. Uh, yes, we've got another mashup. We've been on their podcast and we're returning the favour. Well, we've actually dominated their podcast because we've been on all of us individually, uh, you, me and Amanda, and then as a crew as well, which was the most tremendous fun. And uh, rather than having them one at a time, we thought we'd do them both together. <laughs> so we have, we welcome, <laughs> you know, everything's sounding rude today, I don't know why. Um, we're going to do them both together. We've got Neil and Pav from WTAF, the This Country podcast. Yay. Hello. I muffed that introduction a little you bit. You did, but my glasses are steamed up now with all the uh, innuendos and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's all thin. That's like being on a carry-on film. <laughs> well, it's lovely to see you again. It's lovely to see you all as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming. And so, shall we... We could tell the listeners what happened when we came on your wonderful podcast. Tell us a bit about what your podcast is and what we've done in it. Okay, well, ours podcast is a fan podcast about the wonderful BBC comedy This Country, which we're all big fans of. Um, and if you haven't seen it, get onto iPlayer and watch it because it is uh, fantastic. And we, uh, I've, I've put quizzes together before. The first couple of years of doing the podcast, we had fan of the year quizzes at the end of the year. And because um, I've, I've been through every episode every, in 10 second increments and I've got like 650, 700 questions. So yeah. I thought, well, what, that's silly doing that without putting it to... <laughs> good use so we, we've had a couple of quizzes uh, and then i thought what we're going to do i mean if if there was any chance obviously like you said we were very lucky to be able to speak to all of you um 
So if we could do some way of doing some quiz with the number one quizzing podcast that's out there, <laughs> what better way to celebrate this country and celebrate quizzing? And I'm and I said to you on the night that it was one of the most fun nights I've had podcasting in seven and a half years that we've been podcasting. Oh, it was a delight for us as well because the beauty of it is, I mean, we as you know love a quiz, but also. When you are quizzed about something that you really care about, it's such a special thing. And we all love the show so much. In fact, because I was thinking about this, I was thinking obviously general knowledge is very important. But one thing we haven't really talked about on this podcast, is it, Jen, is um, specific knowledge. People who have a really sort of narrow niche speciality. Have you come across that a lot, Jen? Oh, the, the the nerds nerd. I mean, even <laughs> even your your general knowledge mavens will all have their particular niche that they feel they can't be beaten on. Or if there's a couple of them in the room at the same time, it will become a very very specific quizathon. So you know, there's people who are massive fans of you know, say Father Ted, and it will be absolute minutiae of each episode but also that in uh, some of my quiz circles there's people who are really into things like uh, transport so there'll be quizzes on you know tube station names and which one can be anagrammed as this and it's Lovely. yeah that that is very intense and deep special love and and when you are with people who have that level of knowledge and level of love for a topic, it's not quite as vicious as you think it would be. It's people are trying to catch each other out with very hard questions, but there is utter respect for the person asking the question for coming up with a good question, as well as the people who may or may not get the right answer. It's it is a it's a whole subgenre of a subgenre of quiz, mm. and it's it's uh, yeah it's it's intense. Well, it is, and we I mean we had a very intense evening with you guys, and I'm <laughs> and, 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 then, whether... and then we had a quiz. <laughs> hey. uh, come on. I'm wondering whether I should reveal who won. Well, yeah, that uh, episode has gone out now, so I can, I can, yeah. I can, I can honestly say with loads of surprise, <laughs> I never thought it would happen um, that Neil won. You know, Hooray. well, we were delighted because, as you should, you know, yeah, it's only fair. Well, I was delighted because I definitely didn't think I would win, <laughs> even though I've seen the program so many times. Some of the fans that we've met and the knowledge they know, like you said earlier. I'm a, I would never know those sort of things. And to win, well, I was very humbled. There you go. I really Well, was. is the next stop Mastermind? Well, to be fair, he's got um, he's got the champion of champions uh, this country to uh, to to deal with now. So we have um, the first fan of the year winner has now retired from quizzing, so she's not she's not going to take part. So we have the second fan of the year, which is going to take part. Um, The the I will say the number one Facebook group of this country called the Dump Gang. Uh, we had a uh, we had a admin playoff yesterday, and um, and Sarah won it by one point. It was it was Ooh. if it wasn't sweaty enough in the shed, it was really hot and sweaty, and it was very 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 um, like near the knuckle and down to the last second. Um, yeah, so we are now going to do a uh, almost like a Big Brother audition style to find the one other person that's going to uh, join the other three on the top table for the champion of champions. Oh. Exciting time. I know. I'm nerve-wracking. <laughs> well, I I've know. got to start watching in minute detail. You've got something that's... to prove now, Neil, you see, because we will be yeah, all yeah. furious. If you are now beaten, then that not only reflects badly on you, but it reflects badly on us. So it diminishes our achievement that. in, in yes. coming as runners-up to you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, no pressure, Neil, but uh, we will be watching. Yeah. Oh, I, I strive on pressure. <laughs> <laughs> See that's why that's why I like doing the quizzes because you've got no pressure, you know. Especially with things like um, like keynote or PowerPoint. I, I did what I should have done for the one that we did is have it all on keynote or whatever it's called uh, mm-hmm. because then you haven't even got to have bits of paper which is what i've done yeah. for, for quizzes i've done like the family quizzes and stuff it's all on the screen so you don't need any you can just press the button read it off of the screen and 
away you go. It's wonderful. Oh, but then the tech lets you down, as so many of us have found in it, Zoom quizzes. It does. Or like the uh, maths round, which I know was all of your favourites <laughs> um, on the thing. I forgot the answers, so I couldn't say whether it was yes or no until I'd pressed the button. So I, I couldn't issue out the points. I felt, I, I felt like I let myself down on, on, on that bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd always, I mean, I love doing quizzes. I, I really do. But I always think it's the same as like drive i like being a driver of a car i don't particularly like being the passenger of a car yeah so because you're in control so you're the person that's controlling everything and every and then when you see somebody get a question that has got them it's lovely yeah it's that sadistic sort of oh god they're struggling <laughs> they're struggling now and i love that i love that part of quizzing do you? You love the sort of sadistic. Oh, it's wonderful having that power that you're making people squirm in their seat, or they they <laughs> they almost know the answer. Not that they if they go, oh, I don't know that, and that's no good. If they go, oh, I know that one. I know that. What is it? And you see them squirming in their seat. It's wonderful. It's such a <laughs> god complex that you've got this power over people. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, we enjoy that very much as well. And do you know what? We're just about to enjoy that pleasure. Because <laughs> we are going to quiz you guys. Oh, no. So, yeah, get in that back seat, Pam. You're not even going to be in the passenger seat. I'll tell you what, Lucy, I'm there's been years. in the boot, love. There's been years that I've wanted you to say that to me. And, that- <laughs> <laughs> and I can die happy now. <laughs> so, we're going to start with. We're, in fact, should we start with Pav, Jim? Yeah, yeah. I think as as you are now, poacher turned gamekeeper, or the other way around, poachy. You're now the oh the, the pheasant in the in the gamekeeper scenario. Of okay. now poaching you. There must be a this country uh, sort of you know analogy for this, mustn't there? I'm sure there is. My mind has gone completely blank now. <laughs> yeah, so I've no, got no, no idea what's I'm going glad. on. <laughs> I'm very glad. So right, Pavo's first question. Uh, what so oh now i should say that what we're quizzing you on uh we thought what can we do obviously we can't do this country because you are the experts and neil has already beaten us but i thought what we would do is sort of think laterally so it's questions about the cotswolds oh oh which should oh. be you know very much on home turf quite literally, <laughs> quite literally yeah yeah <laughs> if the cotswolds consist of siren sister we'll yeah. do well <laughs> We might, you know, we might edge out towards Stroud at some point, but, you know. Um, <laughs> so I am going to ask you, Pav, what are referred to as Cotswold Lions? Um, I'll give you a clue. It's not actual lions. Although, do you have lions in Sirencester, maybe? I, I'm sure there, well, there is a there big... Was, there was that... There was that big black cat yeah. on the loose near um, South Cerny. Oh, there was, yes. So we've saw, <laughs> saw that in the news. Um, <laughs> Cotswold lions. Um, oh my lord! Oh, look at the um, squirming! <laughs> I know it's, it's great, great, isn't it? <laughs> I'll say. Uh, is it? Is it? What's on the badge of Kerry Mucklow's England shirt? <laughs> Very good answer. Um, it's the wrong answer. Oh. It's another animal. Is that any help? With little kids? It's another it's animal. Animal. Yeah. It's another. It's not a lion. Um, Neil doesn't like he can help either. He's, no. I, I, oh, he's not no, going I'm, to. I'm, he doesn't f- want to give you. A it's not the fox twins, is it? I'm, I've got to get this country out of my head. <laughs> I, I have no idea, Lucy. I'm sorry. It's nothing to do with that. No. Uh, the answer is Cotswold sheep, which once provided wool for half of England's cloth. Wow. So the mighty, mighty sheep of the Cotswolds <laughs> are okay. known as Cotswold lions. Thank you for that. You don't want to get bitten by one either. <laughs> no. You don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Right, Jenny, would you like to ask? Yeah, Pavel's question from me. What distinguishing feature of the Cotswolds is the same length as the Great Wall of China? Ooh. Um, (laughs) Oh, uh, oh, he thought he tried to put in a carry-on answer there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If my Kenneth Williams was up to scratch, I would have really gone for it then. Um, is Is it the Stowe Road? No. Ah... No, nice try, but nice. not quite. Yeah, Great Wall of China is very, very, very long. Well, Stowe Road's not too bad itself, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it from miles. space, I know, but you know, it's you know, I wouldn't want Depends it on my so far into space. Uh, you I, go, I, I suppose I, I wouldn't want it on my nose as a warp. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is it a river? It's not a river, but you know, you th- you are thinking it's it's total length rather than one straight stretch. You um, are on the right lines. Right. <sighs> oh. Any any further guesses? I'm, what something the Cotswolds very famous for? My nan's hedge. Close. You are getting close. close. You are right. getting close. Ooh, yeah. yeah. U-hedge in Sirencester. <laughs> no? We've got a world-famous big U-hedge. We have. We have. Maybe it's not. Maybe, I wouldn't say world-famous, maybe. It's, it's not a hedge, but right. it is something else you would use to divide oh my areas God. of land. Um, Cotswold Drystone yes! Wall. Yes! You have as much drystone wall in the Cotswolds as the entire length of the Great Wall of China. Wow. Obviously oh. not end-to-end. Wow. Who's, who's <laughs> actually gone out and measured that? That's amazing. Yeah, there you go. Claim, claim to fame. Claim there. to fame. I didn't even realise that was a thing. There you go. There you go. Do you know where the, the earliest known example of dry stone walling is at Bellus Nap near Winchcombe? Oh, I've heard of Winchcombe. Oh, Winch- <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> but then I've heard of the Great Wall of China, so that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> oh, well, you, you were so close. It was so tantalising. You were getting that. Yeah, that. well done, Neil. <laughs> right, well, now it's time to put the spotlight on you, Neil. Oh, dear. Uh, and it's a grudge match. We really don't want you to succeed, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we're still very bitter. Um, now, this, weirdly, this question, Amanda wrote this question, but I independently found this fact out this week, which is one of those things that no one else will be at all interested in that, but it blew my mind. Um, so the question is, what did Edwin Budding from Stroud invent in 1830? Edward Budding. Edwin Budding. Edwin. That changes Edwin everything. Oh, I thought it was Edward Budding. Sorry. <laughs> Edward Budding. Yeah. Um, what did he invent? It? So, it's a labour-saving device. The first ones... Now, I know this because I looked it up this week. Uh, the first ones that he made... So, he made this labour-saving device. And a couple of the first of these that he made, he um, sold to the London Zoological Society... And the Oxford Colleges. So it was something for which they had a use. A wheelbarrow. Oh, you're so Right lines. Close. Right lines. More high tech than that, though. More high tech. <laughs> oh, more high tech than a wheelbarrow. Mm. I mean, so it's I hard think- to imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cutting edge technology. Literally cutting edge. <laughs> cutting edge. Oh, nice. Lawnmower. Yay! Yay! Well done, Pat. Very good. I was going to say stapler for some reason. I don't know why that came into my head. (laughs) (laughs) Who invented the stapler? I'll look that up for you. But 1830, he invented the lawnmower. Why? And then in 1842, he invented the adjustable spanner. What a man. He was a handy chap, wasn't he? What a man. What were you doing looking up lawnmower invention this week? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a really dull story, so let's just leave it there. It's, it's, uh, it's the Bader-Meinhof effect. Is that is that phenomenon is that you where it? you where you have never heard of a topic or a, a name or something, and it comes up in one scenario, and then you see it everywhere for a, you know within a week, it's popping up yep. all over the place. It's called the Bader-Meinhof effect after yes. the uh, the German underground organisation um, wow. terror group, mm. because obviously someone had never heard of it before and then suddenly saw four or five references within a couple of weeks. Oh. Yeah. It's Ooh, that so educational. Have you got your notebook, Pav? You should be taking notes to I learn. should be. It's all, it's all in there, Neil. It's For all mastermind. For mastermind, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think we'd have to give you that because you did yeah. get there pretty quickly, didn't yep. you? So, yeah, I think that's, that's a point. And Neil, you, you've got a question here, which I think if you don't get, you are barred entry to Gloucestershire for all time. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is a Gloucestershire old spot? It's um, a sausage or a pig. Both perfectly acceptable answers, Very both delicious answers. And yeah. yes, th- I, w- I would be sorely disappointed if you didn't get that. 
I love a good old Gloucester <laughs> old sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard that about you, but Pavel's been pointing that out about you. Yeah. That's See, why can't I do Kenneth Williams? That'd have been perfect for <laughs> Kenneth Williams then. We, we did have Michael Sheen on a couple of weeks you ago. You did. And he, he does have the, the best Kenneth Williams. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without Such a good episode yeah. that was as well. Aww. Yeah. Um, do you want to know who invented the stapler? <laughs> Go on then. Yes. <laughs> well, it's one of those disputed. Very much so. But I would say so George McGill made a sort of paper fastener, CH Gould, you know, but um George McGill made the first commercially successful stapler in 1879. Wow. Ooh. 1879. That's nice and early. Was it was it used for um newspapers or magazines or anything at that time or just for just for office clerical use, clerical use only. Mm, I don't know. I'll go and I'll look for more uh, information. <laughs> <laughs> you carry on, guys. <laughs> I love this. I love be, this. Yes. Lucy, so, will, Lucy will be back with stapler much. updates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you see now. According to uh, hot the off the press, of Google, it's Charles Henry Gould. Ah. Uh. So, Uh, I I don't like the sound of him. No. No. I don't like the sound of him at all. No. Oh, hang on. No. The first known stapler (laughs) was made in the 18th century in France for King Louis XV. Each staple was inscribed with the insignia of the royal court. That's more like it. (laughs) Imagine finding one of those staples. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's what we want as merch, is individually labelled staples from now on. I think that's a great idea. Neil, let's get on it, quick. We better get it before the fingers on buzzers girls get there. (laughs) That lucrative staple market. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, marvellous. Well, do you know what? Neil did uh, brilliantly. I really do think you should try Mastermind, Neil, because that was... Look at you with your Gloucestershire old spot, just straight in. Straight in. It's only because I like my food. (laughs) (laughs) What would be... Have you got, either of you, a favourite this country question? One that's stumped people or one that you particularly enjoy? There's been a couple, to be honest. There's been a couple that... um, The trouble is, it's like... Well, because when I sorted out the quiz uh, for you guys, it's like you don't know... Like you say, the minutiae of some questions, especially when it's a fan quiz, some people are going to find the ones I think are really hard, really easy. And then there's been some where I think, oh, I'm not going to put that in because people are going to get that straight away. And they're the ones that stump people. Mm, yeah. So yeah. it's really strange how, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, Jen, you, you've written quizzes. How do you put your mind into the person that you're writing the quiz for? Or do you not bother? It is absolutely key to think about your audience. And I think, a lot of people who are really prolific quiz writers will write lots of questions of all difficulties, but then have to categorize them. So they'll be thinking, I'm writing this question. This is just for me that, you know, this is for hardcore quizzes. Mm -hmm. And then it's more about selecting the right questions out of those for your audience. Um, Often I find, if you're doing general knowledge ones, starting with the answer and making sure the answer is something that most people will have heard of Mm. and thinking of it that way because it's pointless asking a really interesting question where only, you know, one in 50 of the people have even heard of the person who's the answer, you know. The classic one which is always quoted from the European Quiz Championships is this question that went on it was about a hundred words long and it was basically who is known as the father of american beekeeping <laughs> and, and oh you know I've, i can't even remember the answer now no it's like who invented the staple <laughs> you know that's i've already forgotten we yeah. were only talking about it it's <laughs> louis the 15th wasn't it? <laughs> well clearly yeah it was louis the 15th we've established well, i tell you but... the, the humdinger that i did for the dump gang admin last night i did a observation range so we had a clip uh, it was the clip when Kaylee went into Martin's caravan and then ran mm. out and Curtin was shouting, Kaylee, Kaylee. I asked them, what was the make of Martin's caravan? Ooh. Nice. Now, <laughs> you, wow. you only saw it for probably one and a half seconds. And when I found it, I had to take a screenshot of it, blow it up so that I could see what the name was. And that was the one that, that, was the one that I was quite proud of yesterday because it wow. got... yeah. 
Anybody ideas? What was Anybody? What was it? Well, come on, yeah. Neil. You're the you're the champion. You should be telling me. Oh yeah, because I pause every frame of this yeah. country. Um, yeah. uh, Swift. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, that's a good. That's a really good intelligent guess, though, isn't it? Because that is definitely that's the only making a caravan. caravan. I know. Sun, sun, sundowner, or something like that. Oh, it's some sure. kind of. No, yeah. it's pirouette. Oh, wow. never heard of a pirouette. There yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah, I was I was very... I had a big sort of cheesy grin on my face when they were all <laughs> trying to work out on out yesterday. So, yeah, it's 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 just weird with quizzes. You know, what what some find easy, others are going to find hard. Mm. And that's, yeah. And, and thinking about who is going to be... Some people are going to be more about the memory test side of it. They already know the stuff. But other people, that will be absolutely their strength and they're going to feel like an absolute genius for being the only one in the room hmm. who gets something in an observation round or mm. say a maths round which <laughs> they should be banned <laughs> well so you can further indulge your sadistic love of being a quiz master now because it is time for you guys for the this country wtaf uh, hosts to turn quiz masters so who's going to start and what are you quizzing us on because we have no idea hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, uh, shall I go first, Neil? Yes, yes, okay. by all means, I'll get the we, We've been ready. sent these questions by the lovely Amanda. Uh, she and she is lovely she is lovely <laughs> it's very quiet but she is lovely <laughs> okay so it's called that country oh oh i like it so you're, i'm sure you'll find the, the link as we as we go through so lucy mm. your first okay. question yes which european country is the largest producer of bananas in europe hey ho a European country producing bananas. I didn't even know it happened. That was almost Kenneth Williams, the hey-ho. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, my bananas come from all over. I'm, uh, um, <laughs> I'm not fussy about where the bananas come from, really. But uh, what do you know? Well, is it like a sneaky one, like it's Spain? Because I, I they grow I, them on the Canary Islands I, or something. I like can't that. give you any get, uh, any clues. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, uh, I'm going to say Spain. I'm going to say Spain because it goes quite south. Is that your final answer? It is my final answer. (laughs) That is correct. Well done. It is Spain. Well done. Okay, Jenny. Go on. What is the official animal of Scotland? I will give you a clue. It's not Rod Stewart. (laughs) Um, Is it the unicorn? It is. Wow. Yeah. wow! See, this, these are professionals now, Neil. This is how it's done. <laughs> Jenny, I'm going to ask: Why is it the unicorn? Do you know that? Well, if, if look at the front, look at the front of your passport if you have one. Um, the crest of the crest of Great Britain and Northern Ireland has the animal of England and the animal of Scotland as the supporting animals: the lion and the unicorn. And go. I'm not quite sure why, because um, it's it's mythical and beautiful and elusive, and very just pale. like a sunny day in Scotland. 
Yeah. Is that why on our Cotswold passport we've got a unicorn and a sheep? Because we have a Cotswold lion. <laughs> yeah. Is that why? Yes. I see. I learned uh, something tonight, look. I've learned something. And don't forget the little piggy yeah. in the middle. The Gloucestershire yes. old spot. Bless him. Oh, delicious. Yes. <laughs> right. Next question for Lucy then. How many countries does Germany border with? Oh, this is a great question. It is. This is a great question that I am about to get wrong. Oh, <laughs> I hate um, this question. Yeah, do you know what? So you've got loads of, unlike, well, obviously you've got Austria. Obviously you've got Switzerland. Obviously you've got France. Obviously you've got um, probably like Luxembourg or something. I don't even know. I get very... Hazy about this. I'm gonna say, I think it's more than I would think. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say eight. I like it. It's, it's a bold answer? answer, and I am gonna go with it. It's more than I think it should be, but I'm hoping you'll surprise me. It's nine. Oh, you're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So close. It was conservative, if anything. Go on then. And do you know what they are now? Yes, I do. <laughs> no, I'm not reading. Just off the top of his head. Yeah. Denmark in the north. Yeah. Poland. And the Czech Republic in the east, Switzerland, it's the only non-EU neighbour, mm-hmm. Austria in the south, France in the southwest, and Belgium, Luxembourg, and the Netherlands in the west. Oh, very good. It's a, very that's good. a great question. And, and those... you, were get, you were there as well. You were getting there. Yeah, if you'd had, if you'd had long, if it was a pub quiz, you would have been writing them out and working out and eliminating. So I think, yeah, mm. to get one away off the top of your head like that, very but good, it's good very instinct. Good. And it's nice because you do feel like you're genuinely in with the chance and also you are learning because then you, you go, yeah, I'm, I probably won't forget that now. Yeah. I'm pretty certain. Mm. You could ask me that again in a week and I could tell you. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll yeah. set an alarm. Jenny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny are you ready? Uh, yeah, whatever. Go on. Okay. What does the name Ghana mean? Ooh. Oh, have I have I been asked this before? Ghana. Was um, it longer than a week ago? If you were asking, yeah. it was definitely <laughs> yeah. I've definitely slept since then. <clears throat> um, Ghana. Ah, uh, well, often if you're asked that, it's it's like when Sahara just means desert. So mm. Ghana could just mean. Home country in Ghanaian. So I'm going to say. In the same way country. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say that country. <laughs> <laughs> this country. Yeah. That's my answer because uh, I don't know it. Ghana means warrior king. Oh, it's nice. unusual hmm. for the name of a country to name itself just as a singular person. But uh, nice. Yes, that was good. Yeah, it's powerful. I don't know how you possibly know that though. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sort of facts that you just, I suppose, hear and then remember, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's a question that I might have been. It might have been the other way around. If it was posed in sort of one of my, my quiz tournaments, it would be you'd say, you know, that Warrior King is the English translation of this country's name, and here's another fact about it, and or it might say, you know, it's in this area, or these are its main cities and additional mm. stuff like that but it's a it is a nice thing and it's actually a good one for like a university challenge type of question so that could be the first clue and then there's two more clues in it that make it easier but if you know it right away you're straight in and you feel really smug mm. so when that comes <laughs> up on university challenge next season i'm gonna be smug as <laughs> and do you lads know what is the capital of ghana g <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Very good. Well, there we go. Ten out of ten. I'll get from that. I'd say that's one of my um, geography and things like that. I just, I, I honestly, that's the, that's, that's my maths. I struggle with that so much on quizzes. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've all got them. We've all got those subjects. Yeah. That you just, it, it, it's sport with me that I just go no, just turn off my brain. Thanks. Mm, absolutely. But I think you've got the potential yeah. to know more about it. I think we could unlock that potential, Lucy. I think we can do it. Do you think so? Mm. Just, I didn't even know questions about where I live. I'm not going to know questions about further out. Do you know what I was thinking was that actually while sport is off 
I should have taken that time to catch up. Because, you know, I always think with life, God, wouldn't it be great if everything just stopped and then you could catch up? Like music, because I've not done anything with music since about the year 2000. And I think would people just stop releasing records? And then it's sort of happened with sport now, hasn't it? That I could have spent these last sort of 12 weeks catching up on everything. What, on like 150 years of sport? And that's what you would have (laughs) got? Well, because at least there's none happening actually now. Well, that is is true. Yeah, you could do like records, like athletic records and all that sort of stuff. Because, yeah, they're not changing anytime soon. Yeah, Mm. I might do that. I I would need to do that with music because I I looked at the top 40 about two weeks ago and I didn't recognise a single act in the top 40 and i think that's an age thing obviously but uh, i was like shocked that uh, normally you'll recognize one person but there was absolutely nothing at all the older you get the more effort you have to put into revising that kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, it's just not it's it means so much when you're like 15 to know what's in the top 20 it's like Mm. a huge deal Mm. and then yeah every year it's it means less to you (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to put my old playlist on of all yeah. my old 80s and 90s hits. I have to admit, I didn't even know they still did a top four party. Mm. It's on a Friday now. Really... Oh, yeah, it? they moved it. Come on, granddad. That's, that's, that's sad, that. <laughs> that's no, Sunday afternoons. Are, oh, I yeah. used to love tuning in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Record them on your old cassette from the radio. Yeah, you were, you were poised yeah. to, to record yeah. that top Absolutely. ten. I was always bittersweet. Because when you started watching the top, well, listening to the top forty, then you knew it was bath, something to eat, bed, and then school. And then, yeah. and, and I can remember that when that's life came on, I always <laughs> wanted to. I started asking my mum and dad really sort of stupid questions so that they would forget to say, right, time for bed. You saw, <laughs> why is the sky blue, mum? I don't understand. Well, it's I don't know either. Oh, and then that's life would start, and they'd settle in to watch that's life. Right, we got another forty minutes that we haven't got to go to bed. That's great. I'll just sit here and watch Cyril Fletcher and just <laughs> and Esther Anderson talking about whatever's going on. That's we're safe for another forty minutes. That's great and if you could get to the start of shoestring you are sorted till about 10 o'clock and then you're fantastic i was 26 at the time I was still... <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy days <sighs> oh a lovely bit of nostalgia there <laughs> for, uh... that's beautiful yeah. in fact i tell you what we haven't asked you very quickly is um what were your favorite quiz shows of all time because we always like to ask our guests uh, just if you had to name one i actually watched blankety blank um for the first time in ages and terry wogan was a legend yeah. he was this was like this was like prime terry wogan and i i honestly forgot just how great he was at being a quiz master on blankety blank and i yeah. really enjoyed watching i think i watched like two or three sort of back to back and i think that's probably i think that's probably my favorite it was because it was always like if kenny everett was in the funny man seat yes, yeah and, yes. he, and then he would bend terry wogan's microphone and, oh, and yeah. come up with stupid things and stuff that was yeah that, i think that was my favorite i think that's pretty good what about you neil have you got a favorite um well, I've always got, I don't know whether it's my favourite, but fond memories of going for gold. I just, I don't know, student years maybe of watching it, but yeah, I used to love that. I think... Probably watching now and it'd be really sort of bad. No, but, no, know, no, it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. The, the questions are so tricky. Yeah. Really. Mm. You, you are still marvelling at the fact that the language barrier did not affect... Yeah. Uh, John from Norway's buzzer speed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always loved the way they waved at the beginning. Yeah, so cheery. It was. <laughs> See there, and so they should be. Yeah. yeah, because it was it was a beautiful collaboration of the nations. No, in the name of quiz. Yeah. I'm, I'm Sir Henry <laughs> Kelly. Maybe one day see it's like again. <laughs> That's all we can hope. That That's, seems like such yeah. a long time ago. Oh, well, well, well. Right. Is. Now I think. The time has come. We've called her lovely and we haven't heard from her for a while. <laughs> Amanda, are you there and would you like to come in and quiz us all? I am affirmative on both of those points. <laughs> yes, please. I think so. Going for gold comes up every single week, doesn't it? Like, yeah, is it? It's so I re- everyone loves it. Everyone yeah. Loves it. I reckon that the um, remaining states of the EU will probably bring it back and we won't be allowed to <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, play. Fair. No. Absolutely. Fair. And that will be the worst thing about Brexit. That will so. be the final flick of the Vs, wouldn't it? We're bringing <laughs> back going for gold. That's your lot. 
And they can have Henry Kelly yeah. as well. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Michelle Barnier's got all that written down in his contract. Yeah. <laughs> well, very best of luck to them. Very best of luck to all of you. I've got a question each for you. I have decided to revert to the common theme of this country. Oh, lovely. These individual okay. questions. Because the thing is, Pavo always gets away without being quizzed on <gasps> uh, this true. specific so um but i think you're, i think you're gonna get it I, yeah. I was really trying to look for questions that might stump <clears throat> neil and yourself but i'd be hard pushed to try and fool you but i can give it a go <laughs> Okay. So, in that case, Pavo, I'm going to start with you. Okay. And your question is, in which way is Daisy Mae Cooper's real-life partner, Will, given a shout-out in the series? Um, the money raised at the Scarecrow Festival for, was for the William Weston Foundation. £342. Fantastic. <laughs> well, you, you've you got 342 points of that because you went a step further. I didn't know how much they've raised. Uh, thank you. Well done. Neil, because you were the champion of mm. champions, you know, really I'm trying to catch you out here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've been quite mean to Neil. Really. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not at all bitter that I came last out of everybody when we all appeared together. Not at all. That is not reflected in this question. So. If we'd competed as a team, we would have beaten Neil. Mm. Ah, yeah. There we there go. Was, they conquered yeah. and divided, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh. Okay. Or divided and conquered. Mm. Yeah, they, either way round it works. Either we way round. next time. We don't allow it next time. <laughs> Team or nothing. <laughs> so, Neil, Curtin is obsessed with the cast of the children's TV programme The Queen's Nose, which this country cast member appeared in that programme. <gasps> wow. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Yeah, um, Trevor Cooper, who's Len, was actually in that series. So just that was a nice little kind of nod, wasn't it, to their uncle? I'll hold my hand up. That was a guess because I was thinking he was the only one old enough. Oh, well, it's a great guess. I was hoping, well, Paul Shahidi could have been in that. Lucy, I'm counting on you and Jenny now to (laughs) things up slightly. Good luck. Here we go. Who is named on the credits as playing Kerry's unseen shouting mother? Daisy May Cooper. No, she oh. she goes under a different name for it's, that it's character. It's a pseudonym, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, what is it? Ah! There's that squirm. That's the squirm. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, put us out of our misery, experts. It's Ivy Woodcock. Ivy Wood. That's the one. Oh. Look at that in unison as well. <laughs> Do you know how long? Because I didn't realise that Daisy did the voice. Do you know yeah. how long I was searching Twitter and Instagram to really? be able to book her to come on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Until Neil said, well, you know that it's Daisy that does that voice. I mean, you're joking. <laughs> That's brilliant. How embarrassing is that? I'm scrolling, looking for her agent to see if I can get hold of her. Brilliant. I should have just left you. You should have done. He'd still be at it now. (laughs) As a side note, very similar story. Um, Somebody that I worked with on a radio show, Steve N. Allen, he had this character, This well, it was somebody that used to ring in the show. It was pre-recorded. He was called Larry Entertainment and sort of doing the showbiz news from America. And I was trying to get him on the show. I didn't realise. It was Steve. It was actually him. And, oh, bless! And even like the Twitter picture, it was Steve just sucking his cheeks in, but right. it seemed to look completely different. So it's easily done, right? Indeed. So, final question for Jenny: Which band did Curtin listen to through his dark phase? Oh, this rings a massive oh. bell. It's gonna be. Oh, it's just trying to work out their comedy writing mind yeah. as well, isn't it? Of like, who How dark is dark? Yes, because it won't be. It won't be like, you know, My Chemical Romance or anything that's actually angsty. It'll be something like... <laughs> S Club Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. I, I, yeah, I, I've not clocked this line at all. Because um, isn't, isn't he just... I don't know if I've imagined this or not. Is he not just into like happy hardcore and that's it? <laughs> so like the blackout crew or something. <laughs> well, it's his dark phase. So, yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure the guys know if we want to throw. Yeah, it of course they they they're just enjoying. Look one at their year. faces. Well, can you remember this one? 
I'm genuinely. I, is it Linkin Park or something like I think that? It's Limp Biscuit, isn't it? Limp Biscuit. Oh, why didn't oh. I give this question to you guys? It wasn't then. It's no. not either of those. No. No. Oh. Disturbed. Is it someone who's at like new metal? Is it new metal? I mean, I don't know enough about the band to actually kind of say what they are. I've heard of them, but um, why has my brain gone? Oh. Wow. I sort of feel like it's some... brutal one. Mm. Oh, I can't I think. I think I'll know it when you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you all will. Um, it's Papa Roach. Papa, yes, uh, was yeah. Of course yeah. It was. you were on the correct lines of the Lincoln Park. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Era, correct style. Just ah, uh, that is ah, a question. That's well, a question that I did as well. Is... I should have known that. I won't sleep that's tonight it. now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's been the thing about kind of getting questions together for you guys and knowing that, you know, you put extensive quizzes together week after week after week for your own podcast and just trying to avoid questions that you might have asked. It's kind of impossible, really, yeah, yeah. because... But you did very well, Amanda, I'd have to say. Oh, yes. like, I wasn't fishing for Yeah, that was a great But give them to me anyway. Are we keeping score on those? Is that... I think I think we've been soundly beaten there, Lucy. I think we have. I think we... You know, we invited you guys on in the hope that we could salvage some shreds of dignity. <laughs> but, you know, it's, we Not have to, to be. Oh, no, no, dear. No, no. I don't feel so, that's I've... very gentlemanly of us. So I think we should have maybe, you know, con- we should have pretended we yeah, didn't conceded know. a bit as it's your podcast. Yeah. I do feel well, like. Well, you know, easy to say that now, isn't it? Easy yeah, to I'm say so- that now. <laughs> sorry, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jenny. And sorry, Amanda. There is one. There is one question i'd like to ask it's not a quiz question what's the funniest quiz team name you guys oh that's a good because most of them are uh, just very puns on the word quiz aren't they yeah quiz yeah. quiz team aquilera <laughs> quiz team <laughs> hamilton is a better version of that i find um mm. yeah norfolk and good yeah, yeah. Or Norfolk <laughs> and Chance. Yeah, oh, when I've yeah. run quizzes, there's always some team that thinks it's hilarious, and I make a point of saying it like that Norfolk and Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it sound like you're doing a swear. <laughs> that really the highlight of your week. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> My favourites are always the uh, ones. That, there was a quizmaster who was very unpopular at our local for a while. And it got really savage in the end where it was just really deeply personal swipes at, uh, you know, Jeff's fourth heart attack because he'd had three heart attacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeff's yeah. in A&E again. It was all that. That was sort of it was funny in a really wrong kind of way. Oh, dear. The darkness of quiz. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but if uh, that's a very good question yeah for our listeners we can throw that to like twitter to, yeah do get in touch with your favorite quiz team names that's nice because we've ended there not on note of sour disappointment and defeat for us <laughs> so well done yeah Sour-y. well rescued there you go well done neil <laughs> <laughs> very good um it's been such a delight and a joy to thank see you. you so much absolute oh, bloody pleasure Thank you so much for coming and please to our listeners who have not yet encountered, as you say, if you've not watched this country, then you have the biggest delight and joy of your life to come and then you can listen to your brilliant podcast and hear, because you've done like almost all the cast now. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much. We um, Pretty much much everyone. We we spoke to, as we're recording this, we spoke to Paul Shahidi last week for the third time. So he gets the match ball now. He's allowed to take the match ball home with him. (laughs) And every time he's an absolute delight. It got a little bit mushy at the end. Uh, It got a little bit uh, emotional at the end, which was, which is really nice, which, but it has to be fair. When we spoke to Daisy and Charlie the last time, when we've spoken to uh, the producer and the director, when we just, we just, just say to them, just thank you for what they've done. You know, whether there will be any more of this country, we don't know, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's a lovely fan community community in this country which is something being a star wars fan is something that i'm not used to over the last few years of seeing <laughs> seeing a nice friendly fan community so yeah. it's 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 beautiful to be part of it and um i'm also genuinely um happy if somebody hasn't watched it because they've got that 
to, to, to look forward to and to be able to... Mm. And also the fact that I think we've really stretched it out really well. There have been three series and a special, and we're now up to, I think, episode 136 of the podcast. <laughs> so we've really stretched it out. I mean, look at that. We've got four episodes just out of you guys. So, <laughs> you know, you know, but we're for us, it's a win because we've got to speak and talk to lovely people like yourselves and other people that we've got to speak to that we never would have thought we'd ever get a chance to speak to so it's been um it's been loads of fun and who knows how long it will go on for but we hope you go on forever we really do well so. we'll gladly have you all on again separately <laughs> and another yeah. quiz yeah. because until we win we will keep <laughs> coming keep back going. you know that i've got 700 <laughs> questions to get through so that's fine <laughs> that's fine we won't do a mass range we'll do an observation range so we'll we'll level the playing field a little bit that way and and let's let's crack on with another one <laughs> and we've got the American remake coming, so we'll yes. probably get another thousand episodes out of that and a whole new row. Yes. Yeah, if it gets picked up, then then that's it. Let's <laughs> hope it goes oh, the, yeah. the office way rather than the. Uh... Yeah. 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 And hopefully, if if all that get picked up, then that stapler money is just going to come rolling in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Sweet, sweet staple cash. Do you know what? I've already forgotten who invented the stapler. Uh, So, PG Louis. PG Tips. PG PG Tips, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Louis. We have had a, a. it's such a, a delight. Such yeah. a blast, that's the word. All that remains is for us to say goodbye to our gorgeous, amazing listeners who we love to bits and to Neil and Pavo. Yay. Thank you so much. No, Woo! thank you. It's thank been a pleasure. Thank Thanks, loves. We'll enjoyed. see everyone next time on Fingers, Fingers on, on Buzzers. Buzzers. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Potter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at Fingers on buzzers.com and tweet at fingers buzzers thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more fingers on buzzers even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.